this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the hindus in focus podcast i am amit barua your host for today the constitution 127th amendment bill 2021 amends the constitution to allow states and union territories to prepare their own list of socially and educationally backward classes the bill was introduced in the lok sabha on the 9th of august 2021 and passed unanimously by the lower house of parliament on august 10 it is expected to be passed with cross party support in the rajya sabha on august 11 the bill amends clauses 1 and 2 of article 342a of the constitution plus introduces a new clause 3 the 127th constitution amendment bill holds that states can maintain their own state list of obcs as was the system prior to the supreme court judgment of may 2021 the state list will be completely taken out of the ambit of the president and will be notified by the state assembly according to the new bill the passage of the bill meets the demands of regional parties that have sought autonomy in determining their own list of socially and economically backward classes joining us in the hindus in focus podcast today is professor badri narayan director and professor of the gobind ballabh pant social science institute in alabad welcome to you professor badri narayan thank you amit ji thank you so much for inviting me in this program Professor Badri Narayan, given the pandemonium that we witnessed in Parliament, isn't it unique that amidst all this pandemonium, the Lok Sabha passed the 127 Constitution Amendment Bill unanimously on Tuesday? Why do you think this became possible? It became unanimously passed because all the political parties understand the meaning of political meaning of this uh, proposal. one is it is going to support uh, or extend the campaign of social justice which is being led by the indian uh, democracy and the indian state so no one can go against it because it's it's uh, in one way it's uh, uh, disseminating social justice to the wider communities who comes under uh, who wants to come under abc uh, category secondly everyone because you know the obc is a biggest electorally mass vote or you can say electoral chunk uh, in which everyone see possibility to get their share electoral share so no one can go against any demand which is going to be raised by which which comes from the obc community or which uh, serves their interest or uh, no so so this is like that right professor bajinanan will restoring the powers of the states to identify socially uh, and economically backward classes meet the aspirations of those demanding this is that your sense i think so because uh, this aspiration of uh, becoming part of obc chunk by community those who aspire to become obc may be tackled or may be responded by this uh, bill which is being passed from the which has been passed by uh, lok sabha and going to be passed by the rajya sabha and the state will get uh, a kind of right 
to include uh, communities or decide to to whom to be included in the OBC list. And uh, so so uh, th that will be flexible. And also because, you know, a state, is, a state as an administrative unit is very closer to the public, uh, comparatively than the center and then the other units. Uh, so uh, a state, it's a, it's a right step to give this uh, power of taking decision to the state. Right. So, uh, Professor, do you think this issue will once again go before the Supreme Court, given that the issue of reservations has always been a difficult one and has always been subject to litigation? Or do you think that this time around, given that all the political parties are on the same page, that might not happen? It uh, it may and may not. It may, uh, may someone may go to the Supreme Court against uh, this decision, uh, but uh, uh, Supreme Court. It depends on Supreme Court uh, whether they are going to entertain or not. If it will be entertained, then a, a, a kind of judicial process will start. But uh, uh, I think that uh, it's up to Supreme Court. But it may and may not. Uh, this is my answer. Right. And um, uh, during the debate uh, on the Constitution Amendment Bill, uh, there have been demands, uh, once again, vociferous demands, especially from the opposition, that this 50% cap on reservations that currently exists and has been laid down by the courts, uh, that should be removed. Do you think that could be a possible next step uh, in the weeks and months ahead? Uh, I think next step would be like would be that uh, the struggle of the, com the the communities of the OBC will also demand because when the numbers will grow within the that OBC category, then they will demand for uh, larger share through uh, in reservation or governmental schemes. Uh, so I think next step of this politics, mobilizational politics or the democratic politics would be that uh, to demand for uh, demand uh, was already reached various time by various community in various states. So maybe uh, government can respond on that. But also it's uh, they will have to do many things to change the, the constitution and provision for that. It's not easy. It's a long way. But I think the next step would be like that. Right. So do you feel that, uh, I mean, uh, you're, you're in Allahabad, uh, in the politically, political heartland of uh, Uttar Pradesh of India. Uh, how do you think that this change, this current constitution amendment bill that is being passed, or what implications do you think it will have in for electoral politics in Uttar Pradesh? In Uttar Pradesh, I think it is uh, because uh, it is going to, uh, uh, politically, it's going to benefit the party who is in the power because uh, in one way, because they are going to include various communities uh, under OBC uh, category, like 39, they have already decided and they, they are also working to include more than 2024 20, 20, in that list. So those communities will feel benefited and they can be uh, mobilized, they can feel mobilized by the current government. And they will they may vote for the for the government also. So so uh, in one way it is going to benefit the in Uttar Pradesh to the government uh, by the community who are going to get benefit out of this policy. Mm. Right. 
So you do believe that uh, there is an electoral timing in the passage uh, of this bill? Is that uh, your sense, uh, Professor Badrinaran? Yes, absolutely. I think uh, because uh, I'm not saying that it is planned in that way because I the, this is only assumption. No one can say that it's planned in that way. One can just assume. But uh, I think uh, uh, timing is like that. that it is going to benefit the party in the power right so uh, professor sir tell us uh, in your uh, understanding uh, in your sense uh, we have seen this politics of reservation uh, in india for a long time uh, and it is quite sacrosanct in our political system uh, but do you feel that the targeted sections that are to benefit from this policy especially we are talking about socially and economically backward classes as mentioned in this bill do you think that they are gaining sufficient benefit uh, from these uh, reservation uh, 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 reservation uh, issues or reservation that has been made for them so far see uh, reservation uh, is is also about substantial gain but it's also about enhancing aspiration of the community for better life so uh, they may not get uh, the many many things substantial out of that but at least they can uh, this condition can aspire uh, their uh, as uh, their uh, enhance their aspiration for a better life first thing second thing thing is uh, they will have to acquire capacity to take benefit from the reservation and capacity you know education you will have to compete with your own uh, brothers brothers of your own community and then you can uh, you can get that uh benefit so community who are smaller those who are those who have not at acquire capacity to acquire uh they will have to enhance their capacities to come in the competition with their own brothers so, uh, i mean brothers in the community uh, those who are uh, dominant and the uh, ahead uh, in among the obc community so we will have to so the, the always the, the, the ethical part of this entire arrangement is uh, one has to a state has to take care that this benefit should be distributed to the grassroots uh, to the smaller community those who are in those who are most marginal so we have seen the, uh, this politics of representation uh, for a while Uh, but the unanimity shown in parliament uh, would suggest that these politics are firmly embedded uh, in our indian democracy do you think that this is uh, something which we will see in the decades to come that this agenda is firmly embedded in that of that those contentions and uh, the program of all political parties whether it is from south india or north india yeah it did i think uh, this entire uh, making politics around reservation and social justice and uh, the marginal categories will grow in coming days it is not going to to disappear it will continue and it may grow because democracy is giving aspirations to providing aspirations to various communities marginal communities and they are coming with their aspirations to assert for their hissedari uh, in the government in the in the power and the development and and that that's the uh, that's the, that's the cultivated by democracy itself 
so democracy uh, has cultivated this aspirations and uh, democracy is leading them in that direction so it will go right what is your sense i mean we've seen uh, say in the north indian hindi heartland we have seen this uh, politics over the years over the de- over the decades and we saw uh, you know the fractious implementation of the mandal commission report uh, when prime minister vp singh was there and many parties uh, in uttar pradesh or in bihar or other states in north india they have benefited uh, from these programs or this political plan so how far can this political plank be taken by political parties see uh, now the competition will grow uh, between various political parties for taking benefit around this political position political uh, decisions and political mobilization rather you can say through policies or through demand of a policy or demand of share but you know the competition is uh, now growing because earlier bjp was marginalized in this entire politics of social justice uh, but now they are appearing in very strong way so uh, uh, now they in, in bihar bihar there is no only lalu jadav who was considered a champion of the social justice even bjp will appear as a champion of the social justice so they will take their own share in uttar pradesh also so the competition is there is already a congress uh, samajwadi party mayawati bsp but now bjp is also emerging as a very strong force to claim their share in the social justice politics so so in this way it is being going to be challenging uh, competitive and more uh, um, complex right and would you say that uh, uh, different states uh, will have to now show because now that uh, uh, you know in in the weeks and months ahead uh, now that these curbs will be lifted and the states will be empowered once again to you know name and notify uh, the socially and economically backward communities do you think that the state governments will now under uh, come under pressure from different interest groups within different states uh, yes i think it's growing it will grow Uh, various special groups will emerge in various state and they will start demand for uh, their inclusion in the obc list so so it will grow and it will uh, cultivate uh, mobilization politics uh, to become part of uh, this uh, group and states has to uh, handle it and respond it the state in the power the power the party in the power in that state and they will uh, you know they will also sometimes help to uh, or facilitate to enhance this kind of assertion and and then uh, that's also after some time they will have to respond and accommodate to that assertion so they produce and 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 they will have to also provide a space to that aspirations uh in response to an earlier question uh, professor badrinara and you said that uh, the bjp is claiming its own space as far as the politics of representation politics of social justice is concerned so should uh, parties like the samajwadi party or the rashtriya janata dal or mayawati uh, uh, bahujan samaj party should the uh, should these parties be really concerned uh, that uh, their their political ground ground is sought to be undercut by the bjp and its strong uh, insistence on uh, the politics of uh, uh, reservation and representation 
yes i think the mandal politics this entire uh, politics of social justice uh, is in uh, is going to face tough challenge from the bjp and bjp is emerging uh, as a big claimant for the for their sheer for its sheer in the and the social justice groups uh, uh, groups who inspires social justice dalit and obc both so uh, and 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 not only this way bjp also working through various ways to approach these communities uh, through giving representation in the government uh, you have always seen and many other modes no and the interactions giving representation representation in the party itself uh so uh, they are uh, going to face the big challenge by the bjp coming right and uh, do you think that uh, uh, maharashtra which you know uh, uh, really uh, was one of the states which was demanding that uh, this constitution amendment bill be brought in and that the state should be empowered to draw up their own list uh you know we have a a coalition government uh, an odd coalition government in maharashtra how do you think that this, in this politically significant state how do you think it's going to play out there see in the maharashtra marathas are demanding to come to become to come in the obc list uh, gujarat patidas the karnataka lingayat jats bihar in uttar pradesh and rajasthan and haryana so so these are the dominant groups in those society dominant in various ways politically socially and and so whoever in the government they will have to include them they will can't ignore their aspirations for longer time if uh, when they will come in the obc category then what will will happen there are two questions emerge one is whether the your dominant communities of the obc earlier the, those who are uh, dominant who are already in the part of obc like yadavs like kurmis like all uh, how they will behave with this inclusion with the jart of the jarts and all because they will they are going to take share their own share from it's it's uh, the same packets so uh, that may create some uh, hidden obvious non obvious Uh, a kind of competition or uh, jealousy or whatever it may or may not secondly the most marginal community in the marginal community or mbcs of these groups what will happen when such effect uh, capacity uh, such uh, you can say uh, progressive progressive is not right uh, such uh, community who has acquired capacities to compete in various spheres of democratic politics and power and the uh, and and the uh, development sectors when they are going to become part of the obc uh, what will happen of the interests of this most smaller marginal communities and that is the interest that is the the, the kind of one of the uh, ethical uh, question for the state who is going to uh, handle this uh, situation Uh, how to protect the interest of marginal mbcs and other smaller groups in these states where the, the dominant communities are wants to come and become part of the obcs it's not the case of uttar pradesh uttar pradesh also it's a case because jats are demanding for that but uh, maharashtra i think maratha is a very dominant community you know so that will and and whoever the will uh, will uh, 
work and every party would like to take this uh, to tell that look we fought for 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 that and we brought we supported this your claim and brought you in this obviously so uh, everyone would like to make a space dent in those community uh, do you think uh, professor vadinarayan that uh, this new politics uh, that we are seeing uh, or a continuance of old politics and extending it to new groups and new communities i mean do you think there is a level to which it can reach or are we going to see a consistent advancement of this uh, form of politics is this something that is going to stop here or because once these demands are raised uh, they have a they uh, they gain a certain momentum and they you know continue to press on that i think it will as we said earlier it's going to grow it's not going to uh, stop as i said the aspirations will grow among various community they will acquire capacities not today maybe tomorrow and then they will aspire to become part of take more share from the governmental sectors of the project governmental support of the projects and the governmental opportunities so uh, the same thing will continue but the form may be change uh, the form may be change some some there are uh, conventional forms of staging protest and demanding that but you know various communities which are going to be included in uttar pradesh uh, like bhurti like uh, very smaller uh, west jaiswar rajput uh, muslim shah muslim kaist like smaller communities mini 39 they are going to uh to include they are very smaller community and they don't have even, they don't have capacity to big protests and rallies and all because they are but they are going to they are getting a space of that so uh, so uh i think the form maybe uh constitutional protest or you can say the um, demonstration politics no uh no sorry the the um, giving uh, demand by writing to the government and government send the group and you know, make him a survey and include you we don't need to do protests and mobilization and all but the states like uh, maharashtra where the marathas is a bigger community they will continue on the same ways to become uh, included uh, so there will be two different forms of protest uh, sorry forms of for claim uh, forms of claim or creating pressure on the government one is through uh, dharma dharna pradarshan and that kind of thing and other is only de- making demand from the government through writing through uh, various kind of social sites uh, expressing the views of the social sites uh, you can uh, and the, to the writing to the backward commission backward commission may send the team the way they are doing here in pradesh they are going to do survey of another 24 communities and uh, so they are working on that line right and uh, do you feel uh, i mean we we have seen uh, on, on a number of issues uh, that uh, state governments have been saying uh, that uh, you know they feel they feel that their powers have been eroded but here we see the central government willingly come forward and extend this power of identifying and notifying uh, socially and economically backward communities to state governments so where do you think uh, this leaves center state relations uh, in india no i think it is not going to affect center state relation because it is going to affect the politics largely center affect uh, 
because uh, the, the, uh, when the right state will get to include the OBCs, then center uh, has no, uh, in that way, would not like to interfere in, interfere in that. Uh, whatever the state will decide, they will have to uh, support that. But the politics, uh, if the party in the power here in the state of the different party and the party in the power of the center, the different party, that may create some, some kind of tensions at a few points because these groups would like to uh, include it. They may approach to the center by their own ways, by their own uh, uh, the representative or various ways. So that may affect the political relations of uh, two different parties which were running the state and the center. But, uh, but the, uh, the, federal, the, the uh, federal relationship with the state and the center is not going to affect because of this uh, provision. You know, what I was uh, trying to ask you, Professor, is that here is an instance where the central government has willingly conceded uh, the power which lay with it to state governments. It has, in a sense, empowered state governments. And that is not something which we have seen very often of late. So in that sense, uh, I was asking you, why do you think the center has been so magnanimous in coming forward and uh, bringing uh, in this constitution amendment? This is long-term demands by various states. And demands come to the center and center do something. And then the, so it's all demands are being pended, uh, uh, pending since many years. They are not going to take decision. So it will help the, in the decision delivery to the to the on this issue uh, first thing is the second thing is the political you can uh, you can know better than me that the party who is in the power in the center uh, who is doing that they will get benefit uh, uh, they will create goodwill from the goodwill capital among the obviously community uh, or the community which who, who are going to be included like um, so so that's the thing right Thank you, uh, Professor Badri Narayan, for uh, speaking to the In Focus podcast of the Hindu on the Constitution 127th Amendment Bill and its implications. Thank you for joining us on this, Professor. Thank you, Amitji. Thank you so much. Thank you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.